Welcome to the third episode in the STEM in the Global series on mental health and well-being, supported by a Pulse Grant from the British Podcast Awards and Wellcome Trust. In this episode, we explore the mental health and well-being support available in schools. This episode was recorded at Blackfriars Primary School during a busy school day. Welcome to the STEM in the Globals podcast. I'm Calvin. And I'm Freya. As part of our series in mental health and wellbeing, today we're with Mr Martin McCormick from Blackfriars Primary and Mr Simon from Shawlands Academy, a secondary school in Glasgow. Hi Mr McCormick and Mr Simon, how are you both? Fine thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, very well. Thank you Mr McCormick. Let's start with you. Please can you tell us a little bit about who you are and your role? Yeah, I'm uh, the Deputy Head Teacher here at Blackfriars Primary. And there's lots of different parts to my role. I help Mrs Henderson just with all the day-to-day running of the school, helping to keep things ticking over. And in addition to that, probably my, my, my two biggest responsibilities are for uh, child protection and additional support for learning. You look after health and wellbeing in Blackfriars Primary School. What does that involve? Well, Calvin, there's really two parts to that. I look after health and wellbeing for the whole school. So I need to make sure that every child in the school is learning the things that they need to learn about how, how to grow up well and safe and healthily, uh, about keeping active and the right things to eat and, and, and all that thing, uh, so that our curriculum teaches that, so that teachers are teaching uh, children the right things for how to, as I say, grow up healthily. But the other part of it is for children who have difficulties with their health and wellbeing for any reason, then it's my responsibility to make sure that they get the, the extra help they need whenever they need that. And again, that might be physical health. If they're not as physically healthy as they need to be, they might need some extra help. Or if their, their mental health isn't so good, if they're not feeling so good about themselves or they have difficulties there, then there are things that I can do and other people that help me with that. But I look after that and keep an eye on that whole thing. Does every primary school have a health and wellbeing coordinator? If so, do they all do the same things as you? Every school should have a health and wellbeing coordinator and I think the vast majority of them will. They won't all do exactly the same. Most of them will do that first thing that I, I talked about. They, they'll all make sure that their curriculum is right, but depending on where your school is, you'll, you'll have different types of children, different types of family, different types of issues. How can you make sure children are doing well in school and how do you help them if they are struggling? That's a good question, Calvin. It's a good question. So th- there's lots of different ways we do that. The, the most important way that, that we do that is we have a meeting with teachers every term. So myself and Mrs Henderson meet with each teacher individually and we talk about their class and they tell us how the children are getting on with their learning. But part of that conversation is health and wellbeing. Uh, The teachers keep uh, tracking records for health and wellbeing. And if teachers have have any concerns, then then they speak about them and and we talk about the kind of help and, and support that we can provide for those children. That's the main way, that's the main way that I know about how everyone's getting on. But in addition to that, at any time, teachers come and speak to me about if they have a worry about anything, if they think a child is not doing particularly well, they'll come and have a chat with me and I'll um, try and help. I'll speak with that child, speak with their family and, and see if there's anything that we can do uh, to help out. How do you support children to get ready to move on to secondary school? Well, again, there's lots of things that go on. The first thing is the, the Bridge and the Gap programme. So Bridge and the Gap, they take our primary sevens up uh, on a Monday and they do that for almost a full year. Um, it's a really long, uh, intensive programme. They go up every single week uh, on the bus and they get to know the school and they get to know some of the, the staff and some of the children at Shawlands. So that happens. The other thing is the Shawlands clubs. 
which is a chance for our primary servants to choose a, a, a subject or a club or an activity and they do that after school for three Thursdays in a row, around about kind of October time I think. With those two things that gives them a, our, our children a chance to get to know the staff and, and the building of Shawlands and then after that I have meetings with some of the staff at Shawlands and again it's to talk about some of those children I spoke about a minute ago that might have difficulties with things. So children that need a bit of extra support up at Shawlands, we arrange extra visits for them and we have uh, more meetings with their parents and things just to make sure that they're, they're, they're happy to go up and they've got everything they need and that Shawlands know everything about them that they need to know. And then the last thing that happens is that their primary seven spend their last week tearing up at Shawlands, they go up there and they have the final week before summer just so that they're ready to hit the ground running. So all of those things go on, those are all good things. And the other thing I forgot to mention is that the Shawlands Academy people uh, they bring some of their children down, their first years that left here last year. In fact, they were down last week visiting mm -hmm. with Miss Sinclair. Uh, so that's always nice to come down and they're all grown up and they're happy to be back here and our children look admiring, let them think and look how grown up they are. So that's really nice. So yeah, loads and loads of things that happen. What can we do to support each other's mental wellbeing? Oh, again, a very good question. So I think by that, Calvin, you mean everyone. You mean boys and girls helping each other with their, their mental wellbeing, it's a, it's, a, it's a really important thing actually. And I think the first thing is just to be aware that it, that it is an issue for, for almost everyone. Everyone in their day has, has ups and downs. And, and for, for most people that's just kind of normal, that's just life. But for other people they have real proper difficulties. And, and the first thing is to be aware, to be aware of the people that are around about you and, and to be just keeping an eye on things. And if you think someone is a bit down or a bit unhappy or needing a help with something, to be around and available for them. So that's the positive thing. The, the other side of that is not, we encourage each other not to do anything that would hurt anyone else. That's why we go on and on and on in school, at our assemblies and in classrooms, about respect and about our, our values, our school values. If we can all live by them and, and make sure that we're, we're, just the way we speak with each other, we're treating each other respectfully, that's a big, big thing. Because for some people coming out of school actually is quite a, a scary thing. They need everyone to be really nice and positive to them. And if we all do that, it makes a big difference for, for people for their school to be safe and, and welcoming. So that's the most important thing, really, thinking about our values and how we, we just keep an eye on each other. And finally, is there anything else you'd like to say? Probably just finally I'd say that it's really good just to have a chat about this kind of thing because it's, it's dead important. Um, I think everything we do in school is important, but I think we can't be learning as well as we can unless we've got all this stuff in place first. If, if people are happy when they, they arrive in school and are happy going about their business in school, then that will help their learning. But if they're not happy, then they won't learn properly. So I think it's important just to be talking about this, make sure it's uh, in everyone's mind and everyone knows about it. Thank you for taking the time to tell us about your role and how we can support each other for mental health. I will now hand over to Freya, who is talking to Mr Simon from Sean's Academy. Thanks, Calvin. Hi, Mr Simon. Please, can you tell us a little bit who you are and your role? Sure, Freya. It's very, very similar to Mr McCormick's role at Blackfriars. Mm -hmm. I am a deputy head teacher. I help the head teacher run the school on a day-to-day -day basis. We have five deputy head teachers at Shawlands Academy and one head teacher um, because it's a very large school. Uh, the other thing that I'm particularly in charge of is pupil support and pastoral care and health and well-being within the school and it's very similar to what Mr McCormick talked about with respect to Blackfriars Primary School. We have a 
pupil support team in Shawlands Academy which is there to support every pupil and we have a, a, a lot of pupils. We have best part of 1400 pupils in Shawlands Academy coming from six different primary schools plus a, a number of other primary schools as well and so it's a big big community and um, so we look after their well-being, their physical well-being, their mental well-being and, um, and make sure that they're supported uh, throughout the entirety of their school career. Is it hard to do that for pupils? It, yeah, I, I think, yeah, there's aspects of, of the job, just like any job, that are hard, but you have to say that it's hugely rewarding. If you can get up in the morning and know that you're going to a job where you're actually helping other people, that's worth its weight in gold. So it's, it's a really, really rewarding job, as is building a school community, which is what Mr McCormick does at Blackfriars Primary School and it's what we do at Shawlands Academy. What kind of things do you help children secondary school with? Well, really, any issues that they might have is significantly different from primary school because in primary school you generally speaking have one class teacher and when you come into S1 in secondary school you have lots of class teachers on a rotation every 50 minutes you're moving about a very large building going from one subject to another to another throughout the day. So in those initial days, it's helping pupils know where they're going, making sure that they're in the right place. But overall, the overarching aim is to make sure that our children, uh, our young people are happy. Because if you're happy, then you're learning. Does every secondary school teacher have a pastoral care teacher? Yes, we have five principal teachers of pastoral care in Shawlands Academy. So every pupil has a pastoral care teacher who is going to be their go-to person, their person um, who's going to take a particular interest in their progress, their attainment, their well-being, all the way through from when they start secondary school, at the end of primary school, all the way through to when they finish their, their school career. So you're going to have a, a pastoral care teacher who's going to be with you every step of the way throughout six years at secondary school. And that's a really powerful relationship. Are all pupils happy with their pastoral care teacher? Well, I would hope so, because the pastoral care teachers are really people-centered in their approach. We're all of the same mindset, we're all of the same ethos, and that we want our young people to be happy. We want them to be settled, we want them to be doing well, we want to, we want to see them go from strength to strength to strength and really develop from children into adults. So we would hope that every single pupil was happy. And do you know what? If someone is not happy with something in Shawlands Academy, we, we want them to say. We want the pupils to have a voice and we want the pupils to say because if we know that something's a problem or an issue, then we go about fixing it. But if we don't know that there's a problem, then sometimes we, you kind of assume that things are going okay. So it's really important and, that, and that's why we, we, we send this message across very early on that um, if there's an issue, if there's a problem, if you're not happy with something, please come and have that discussion with us, please talk to us because we want to fix things. What kind of problems do people have in secondary school? Are they different to primary school? Um, they're different but they're also very similar. Um, so just as Mr McCormick said, there's just 
settling in problems, pupils who need a little bit of extra support, maybe not managing classes as well as other pupils, sometimes they're not managing their friendships. There's obviously there's, there's mental health issues, there's mental health issues in, in, in every school. One of the things that's particularly important when you're transitioning from primary school to secondary school is you're coming from one primary school where you've known everyone to a larger year group which is 280 pupils and everyone's coming from different uh, schools so at that point you make a huge number of new friendships and you get to know a huge number of, of new faces and people. How do you know if someone needs help and what can we do if they need some? So sometimes you do know when someone needs help because they don't present as very happy but there's also a responsibility on you guys as young people to say if you're not happy please say to us. It's like I was saying before we'll try we keep our eyes peeled all day long we're looking for for people who are not happy maybe people who are a little bit detached people who are not talking to other people in the playground or in the social area and might seem like they're, they're, they're not mixing or they're, they're not making friends and that's something that we, we latch on to but also we're, we're looking for a little bit of help so we're looking for a little bit of help from not just the young person but maybe the young person's friends tell an adult, tell a teacher if something's not going right with their friend because it's a responsible thing to do in a community and also there's that big partnership that we've got with parents and carers so you go home at night and you're talking to your families and if you're communicating that something's not right at school then we're hoping that your, your families are going to phone us or contact us or email us so that it's all joined up. So that's a really important question and it's all about communication. It's about having as much communication as possible. And finally, is there anything else you'd like to say? I think just it's about community, isn't it? So you get a, it's a really strong and vibrant community down at Blackfriars. You walk in the, the front doors and you can smell it. You can smell the, the ethos of the building. You can smell how this is a really nice place to come and learn. And we think that Sean's Academy is very, very much like Blackfriars. It's a couple of miles up the road and it's, an, it's on a slightly bigger scale, but it's the same thing. It's somewhere where, where you know you, you walk in the front doors and you know that people care about you. You know that people want you to do the very best you can and people are going to help you to do the very best you can. And it's about it's about being part of a, a learning family. I have one more question. Sure. In our school, older children help younger children and we've noticed that Mr McCormick helps teachers as well as children. So everyone helps each other. Does the same thing happen in your school? Yeah, it does. And I think it's something that we can all get better at. It does happen, and it happens a lot in our school. For instance, what we had yesterday was a, an S2 science fair. So what we had was pupils from fifth year who are doing their hires in biology and chemistry and physics, and their science ambassadors, they ran it. They, they organised it, they ran it, they led it. We have the buddy system. When you come up from, um, from Primary 7 into S1, Mr McCormick talked about all the, 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 kind of, the things that we do in terms of transitions, bridging the gap in clubs. 
but you also have buddies to take you around, make sure that you are safe and well in the first few weeks and that you're finding the right classes and that you know where to go, you know where to go for your lunch. So there's all that kind of stuff. But more and more, we want to develop leadership. So you are the, the young leaders in Blackfriars Primary School and you're helping the P1s and the P2s and P3s and, that, and, and that's exactly what we're trying to do at Shawlands Academy where we have third years, fourth years, fifth years, sixth years helping the S1s and the S2s and we hope that and, and so they set an example so that when those pupils in S1 and S2 are a couple of years older they're able to pass on their help and their knowledge and their guidance to the young ones coming up and that again it comes back to building community and it's and it's about developing leadership and if you develop these leadership skills now you can leave school and you can go out into the world and, and, and achieve anything absolutely anything so yeah younger pupils being helped by older pupils is hugely important to us and we want to develop it further and further and further and all, right across the school. This episode of the STEM and the Garbled podcast was recorded with Mr Martin McCormick, Health and Wellbeing Coordinator at Blackfriars Primary School, and Mr Simon, Pastoral Care Teacher at Sean's Academy. I'm Freya. And I'm Calvin. And you've been listening, listening to the STEM and the Garbled podcast. Thanks to everyone at Blackfriars Primary and Shawlands Academy, especially Dr. Carrie Ann Flaherty for supporting this episode from behind the scenes. If you want to talk about your mental health, please speak to a parent, a pastoral care teacher or counsellor at your school, your doctor, or call Breathing Space on 0800 83 87 or Childline on 0800 11 11. Join us in the next episode as Mariam explores the impact of childhood experience on people's mental health with Professor Helen Minnis from the University of Glasgow. I'm Jessica, thank you for listening.